Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Greetings and welcome to episode 16 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a group of content creators a microphone and an audience. I am Jeremy and with me, as always, to help deliver in the fun is my good friend Jesse. Jesse, how the hell are you, sir? Sky, I've missed your face. I've missed your fan belt you. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing really well. Just getting over some sickness from last week and, you know, my normal yearly sickness. But I'm doing really well. What about you? Uh, I, I unfortunately caught shingles as an old man now. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I'm officially old. I caught shingles. Yeah. You, that's, a, that's definitely a very rough ailment to have for it, sure yeah it's, totally it's horrible that. and it, it felt bad because it was thanksgiving and i couldn't do anything and i didn't get to get thankful for certain things like i'm thankful for you sky ruby up anything <laughs> like you have done a great job like doing this podcast whenever we do it oh i appreciate it <laughs> yeah and we and you even busting your ass off like you didn't take it over the reins and i like it so thank you i'm so thankful for you man well i'm thankful for you too homie i appreciate it and i love you brother I'm a homie. <laughs> You're one of my, it's my close friend. Just growing up, it was we, we, we were all homies and we all hugged. So if we live next to each other, I'm definitely sure we'd probably hug. So uh, it's just part of us growing up. Um, uh, awkward but, social touching. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So, it's fine. Yeah. So as we're recording this, we're also getting ready for the Video Game Awards next week. And yes. I'm rather pretty excited about that. I get to see the one and only Jeff Keighley put on a good show. Um, I know Jeff Keighley and good old, wonderful Kojima. Oh boy, <laughs> I can't wait! No, they already promised like fifteen like new titles. Yeah, to be announced because he has a Twitter like Q and A today. I was like, ooh, that's nice. I saw that. Yeah, it was ten though. I did they up it? They upped it to fifteen. Ooh, that's very nice. I know he made a comment the other day after the whole uh, Resident Evil Three leak mm-hmm. or whatever. He basically said that none of our new games have been leaked or released. So I'm hoping that we're going to see something new. I mean, Resident Evil 3, people kind of already knew that was happening after a Resident Evil 2 remake. So, yeah. But no, so as we as we drop this podcast, I believe um, the next day or over the next couple days, there's going to be the Video Game Awards. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that next week. But mm-hmm. other than that, we have some really good news this week. We have three really interesting news articles. So... Every week we like to take a look at the news going on in our video game world, and it's time for some Arcade Raider news with Jesse. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome to Arkham News, guys. Let's take a look at the news that's this week. Well, for Lexington just around the corner, you might be wondering, why the hell is this the AR News? Is Burger drunk? And the answers are, just wait and maybe. Uh, we understand campaigns are expensive with ads and tours. It gets expensive for Congress Congressman Duncan D. Hunter after he admitted to spending campaign, campaign funds on dumb stuff. Now, Here's a short list of dumb purges he made with campaign funds. Fast food, movies, sneakers, dog food, and the biggest thing, Steam games. Yep, over $1,300 in Steam games were boughten. I'm not making this crap up, okay? Currently, D. Hunter is facing five years in prison and a fine of over a quarter of a million dollars. So... I know Steam sales are deadly for us. I know they are. But how the frick do you blow like over $1,000? That's okay. So here's the joke for me that's a lot of games. And how many of those are you actually going to play? <laughs> exactly. You know, like the rest of us with our Steam games, you know, we don't even play a quarter of what we buy, I would assume. Um, so my thought was like, man, that's a lot of games just sitting in his backlog. And it instantly made me kind of nervous. Like, Oh shit! I don't even have that many games in my backlog, you know. So it was it was kind of funny. Thirteen hundred dollars is a lot of a lot of Steam games, um, but you know, I, I think it's kind of silly and whimsical. I was more surprised at the other stuff he bought. You know, he bought like rabbit oh, yeah. food and you know stuff for his stuff, just personal stuff like luxury hotels. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy that he bought stuff for their family pet rabbits. On top of the Steam games. You know, so... Uh, I mean, like, some of the stuff I understand. You're running a campaign, like, I gotta be on a road, I need to feed my dog a little bit, you know, whatever. <laughs> but Steam games and Lego sets and Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous, you know, and the whole the whole idea that he just missed, you know, he just missed managing or these illegal funds... Oh, it's just so frustrating, you know, especially when you have a lot of people that are barely making it. You know what I mean? And yeah. he just misuses these funds, so it's just kind of ridiculous. But you know, he's being tried. He's being, you know, he uh, he pled guilty. So he pled guilty. Yeah, he's yeah. Def it. It definitely could happen. We'll see what happens later on. And I but said illegal funds. It was campaign illegal. money, but he used yeah, it but in they took it legally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're also meant for adding tours, but this is just like, you know what I need to do? I need to go to McDonald's. I need to go see, I don't know, Knives Out. Uh, I need a new <laughs> pair of DCs. I got to feed my dog, and I need to get more skin for CSGO. Yeah, I need that purple knife, damn it. So I'm thinking back to a, a, a story we re recently with the whole, like, you know, using wonderful keys as, like, deals for oh, yeah, those things yeah 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 so, we talked about that a few weeks ago right i think yeah so is mr hunter here involved in the situation he's it's it's just ridiculous i just it, be better people seriously just be better people are giving you money to run your campaign just use it and you know what if you don't use it give it to somebody else i'm sure there's legalities and you know things you can't reasons you can't do that but mm -hmm. geez if you have money left over it wasn't yours to begin with, in a sense. So just give it, give it to somebody that's in need. I don't know. Give, give it to us. Yeah, 
Give it to us. <laughs> Help me pay back my school loans. That'd be fantastic. I, 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 I got to pay out some debt, uh, you know. Uh, also, I need to go get some more Steam games. Like, if you're spending, like, five dollars, like, I barely spend that much on games in general. Yeah. Like, how much do you spend on games a year? Uh, a year? Well, you know, it kind of depends because as content creators, you know, Mixer mm-hmm. Partners, sometimes we get game codes for free, you know, or, or, you know, courtesy of the publisher or developer or whatever. So I would say a year, man, I don't know if this is bad. I'd say probably around 500 bucks a year. Yeah, I'm not saying boat. Which, which, if you think about it, that's maybe a game a, a month in a sense. You know, so that's about a game a month. Yeah, game uh, a month. Uh, this past year, though, I didn't spend anywhere near that because of Game Pass and EA Access and EA Same. Origins. So, yeah. Yeah, since I got those, I didn't spend half as much on games as I normally do. And I also got my hump bundles, too. So it's like, eh, yeah, yeah. I got games. I got them coming in. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no. And between that and getting, you know, complimentary game codes and review copies and stuff like that, this year I've spent way less than I normally do, which is good. Yeah. So and even for like Black hunt? Friday, you know, the Black Friday, yeah. I still only spent thirty dollars total. Thirty five, sorry, thirty five dollars total. And What'd I you got get? I got um I got Trails in the Sky, which is a Ooh, nice. an, an yes. old RPG, which I've heard is just fantastic. It was on sale for like ten bucks. And yeah. then I got uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake for 20 bucks. I'll talk nice. about that also, more in the segments down the road, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, Mr. D. Hunter, we hope for the best, and <laughs> your name is D. Hunter. <laughs> Gosh, five-year-old. Uh, hey, I, I was going to go tee-hee in there <laughs> when I said his name the first time, but I decided not to. But let's go to the next story. Uh, we are less than a month away from 2020. We are a product of millions of years of human evolution. Act like it. God damn. Now, that got out of my system. Let's talk about the news. I think we know that three rules will be followed in today's day and age. Think before you speak. If, if you think it will get you in trouble, it will. And make sure you wipe. <laughs> Important rules there. Yes. EA, EA Sports decided to remove Marco Van Basten, a legendary soccer player, from the FIFA Ultimate Team. The removal takes place after a former player, now a reporter, decides to do something. Well, now I'm not going to say what he said, but I'm going to describe how it went down. Baston was doing an interview with German football manager. You figured it out, didn't you? Yep. Oh boy. After an interview, he decides to make fun of the manager accent and says something. Well, Pointing to 1945-ish. That makes sense. If you're a good history buff, World War II. Yeah, you know what's going on there. Good for you. Now, now currently, I'm so pissed at this guy. Uh, but players have logged in to FIFA recently and saw this message from the devs. We are rare with recent comments made by Bastion. We have exceptions that are Commitment to equality and diversity is upheld across our game. As such, we will suspend Bastion's icon items from the veil packs until further notice. So, yeah, this guy made a German accent, did something very, very, um, racist. So, I think this is good on EA, they're finally after showing like they got backbone. 
But yeah, EA, EA's done this before too. He, uh, they did yeah. it with uh, uh, you know Ray Rice, the professional football player here in the United States, when they took his. Did they take his character out of the out of the elite team or the elite squad or whatever? So I think they've done this before. Yeah, but the comments he made were were not good. I mean, just don't yeah. be don't be a don't be a dick. You know, don't be a dick. Don't be racist. Don't be homophobic. And when he made these comments, it was caught, and he was caught mm-hmm. for being a jackass. And he should, you know, he's punished for it. He was also suspended. I, I believe it's correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe a fox. Um, um, sports channel potentially, so he was actually suspended from that too. So the, he he did wrong. He shouldn't have done it. Uh, you don't joke with that. That is very hurtful. It is it is racist. It is very hurtful. Um, it's you know a long time of the persecution of certain people and certain groups and ethnic groups, and it was extremely hurtful to this earth. Don't do it. Right? I mean, that's pretty easy to you know. I feel like this is a, a whole theme with the news this year is don't do it. Yeah, yeah, it's just the opposite of, of Nike. You know, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. It's like I was telling us, you know, even my son, like I keep saying this, you know, he knows number one rule in life don't be a jerk. Don't put people down. Don't be mean to people. And that saying is hurtful. What he did is hurtful. And it yeah. brings up, like I said, years and years and years of ethnic persecution and, and racism. And just don't, don't do it. It's not don't, funny. Don't freaking do it. Yeah. And then no, you know, it's it's like the position I am too, you know, the job I have. I'm expected when I'm out in public to represent, you know, my the, who I work for. It's the same way. You're a public figure in the in the FIFA community and the especially the you know, the soccer and football community. Be better. But, you know, they took his character out. I like that EA did that. I think that was a positive move. And, you know, like you said, kudos to them for going. Right yeah, around. kudos. I yeah. mean, finally EA is doing good stuff recently, which thank God because they need some good publicity here. But they do. Bastion, you are a horrible person. <laughs> I I hope you think about this. I hope you listen to our podcast, Bastion. I want you to know you're a bad person. You 55 year old ex football player, jerk, <laughs> douchebag. <laughs> yeah, don't be a jerk. Please. Uh, let's go on to the next two of the story. It's time to play one favorite game, Wheel Lawsuits! Yay! <laughs> but this time is good news that we'll land on a Riot Games week. Ah, boy, Riot Games. What this time? We need to take it back to 2018 when Kotaku investigated on the Sessions culture at Riot. Two Riot employees filed lawsuits seeking unpaid wages, damage, other penalties for violating the California Equal Pay Act. This also included bro culture, which promoted, which Riot promoted men first, and harassment was normal. Women also faced retaliations for speaking out on these issues. Now let's go to current time. Riot's lawsuit has finally been settled, where 1,000 female employees will be eligible for a share of $10 million payout, based on their 10-year length and status. Riot said the following, <clears throat> Ultimately, we are ha- we are happy to be- have this filed, and move move one step closer to having a case resolved. The it- for those for those involved, I can't do Lord of that much. God, <laughs> we we hope it shows our commitment for living up to our values and make it right an inclusive environment for the industry's best talent. 
So it's good that this case is finally over. Well, not over, but it's getting over. There's a big payout going on for all the female employees because they should be treated equally, no matter what. Especially in the game industry. It's like, come on, Riot. Like, you finally got the pay your dues in. But I want to see a lot more stuff from them. Like, I do want to see... We did see a lot more seeing the... What, the 10-year anniversary of League of Legends? We saw a lot more, like, female, like, devs and stuff like that there. They're trying to promote those, but... Honestly, I want to see more. I don't know. That's me. Yeah, no, I think the reparations are a good start. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, I think these women... So when these, sorry, let me finish my statement. I think these women deserve more of the way they were treated. Um, mm -hmm. You know, anybody that's treated badly in that manner, no matter who you are, it, you deserve more. You deserve better. You don't deserve to be treated like that. I remember when this article came out last year, the article, if you've read the original article, it is freaking sickening. It the is. The things that were said and the things that were said in emails, or yeah, in emails, you know, uh, from male employees of, things they wanted to do to these females and these lists they put them on it, it was extremely sickening and it sucks that that's a you know that that is a blemish you know on the good work that these women do and when i read it and i read it again uh, yesterday just to you know kind of brush up on what it said it, it still made me equal as sick um that goes back to our last article do better people don't be do just, better do better don't be a dick don't be homophobic, don't be racist, don't be sexist, you know, but after reading that, kind of really digging into it again, there's a lot of stuff going on there, and that's, I think, I feel like that's a culture, not just at Riot, but I feel like that's a, that's a culture a lot of places, and it sickens me to see it is. people, you know, women, and, you know, anybody treated that way in that manner, and these reparations, I think, are a start. I think, you know, the way they were talked about, it, it's, it's not enough, um, you know, it's not enough. And yeah, it, it's it, not like enough. I said, it sickens me, and it it sucks that people are reduced to that. And comments are made. And if you read the article, it was it's in Kotaku. Uh, you know, last uh, last year, it's it's something like inside the the culture of sexism at Riot or something like that. Yeah, you know, to hear how some of these females were questioned about them being a real gamer. You know what? Screw you, man. I play video games. She plays video games. You play. Why are you questioning somebody's? No, we're all gamers. We are games? all yeah. freaking gamers. Yeah, and that that, that who da, me too. Who the fuck cares what's in my fucking pants? Yeah, I'm sorry for cussing, but <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, no, that and that that was really sickening to hear some of their statements about how they were questioned about being a core gamer and stuff. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, that is ridiculous. A core gamer. Yeah, that that would yeah. That's just you know, it's it's sickening, and I think it's a good start. I don't think we'll, I don't think it's it's ever going to be enough. It's you not. Know, to fully it's not going to be pay, enough. You know, but it's it sucks. You know, and maybe maybe they'll learn from this and they'll do better. I hope that the jerks that were doing that, saying those things, were were dealt with. You know, I hope they were dealt with. But from what I understand, it was even from some of the top employees that was was dishing out this this hate and this ridiculous comments but I, i'm glad that they are you know paying back and they're they're trying to make amends you know with wages and damages and other penalties and stuff um, i don't know the extent of if if it's just the women that work there or if it's the women that are involved in the lawsuit or if it's any woman that's worked there you know in the past x number of years or months or whatever but um, um i think it was i think it was past and present because okay. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they, 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 they definitely 
they definitely deserve those reparations and, and the making the amends for that stuff because it was just ridiculous the way they're treated and it's it's unfair it's unfair to be treated like that and it sucks and it, it stinks and there's no room for that in on this earth there isn't especially in the game industry which we are already looked down upon as it is right now you know yeah like, yeah, and yeah yeah we get we got a few shining lights but honestly our shining lights are always dimmed up by some bullshit yeah, or some douchebag like this, you know, or, or yeah. a group, group of you know jerks that that can't that can't just be a decent person, just be a good person. You know, number one, you run a company, you you have pool in a company, you work in a company, you want that company to be as badass as it possibly can, and for you to put people down and reduce them to the way they did when they talked. That is not being a good company. It's you not. Know? But from what I understand, from what I've read, you know, the follow-up over the past year, they've made a ton of changes. Like they are, they scrutinize each other now. You know, they have training. They also, you know, they also hired a, um, oh, what is she? She's a, maybe a, like HR, like culture or positive culture, something like that. I forget what they hired her to do. Uh, but, you know, they, they did hire, you know, a new person over the last year to kind of, you know, help curb that, help combat that, you know, create a work environment for everybody yeah, is, is, is as good as it can be, you know. And, you know, I, I'm glad they're also making strides to make it a better workplace. Um, to But, you know, check each other and, you know, and, and, and just be better. Be better. There's, a, there's always been a whole, like, you got to check each other. Like, when I was in fraternity one night, we did the same thing, too. We check each other. But it's pretty much like... You're being kind of a dick. Yeah. You know. And hey, but we, I'm not going to stand for you to talk to a woman like that. Or I'm not going to stand, you know, for you to talk to another human being like that. You know. Don't do that. But it's also one of those things with the higher ups. They're, if they just don't give a flying fuck. And that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem when you feel like you can do that. You are not. You are not hitting the potential of what your company could be by acting like that and not acting appropriate or treating people like they should be treated mm -hmm. you know but you know of course it's I, i'm not i don't want to make excuses i don't want to say anything you know that would sound like i'm making an excuse but it sucks don't no do there that. should be no excuses be better, no it's be a better person you know there is no excuse for any of that oh you're right no that there's no excuse yeah. at all no don't don't talk like that don't say that you know i have a 13 year old son and i teach him you know try to tell him all the time hey remember be nice. Be a gentleman. Be courteous. Be kind. Don't be that person. It's like we just covered in our story too. It's like there's no there's no freaking excuse for that first that second story with fucking Bastion. There's oh, yeah. no fucking excuse for this shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for this stuff. Now, throughout the whole year, when reading these whole lawsuits, and you're like, well, why is Burger reading these lawsuits? It's because these people need to be called out a little more. We need to kind of like understand where our game industry is so we can help develop it some more. Yeah. Is it, are we doing our best as streamers? Yes, we are. We're trying to ordain this to fucking stop this shit. Yeah, but then you still have people out there that act like these yeah. guys did. And call, you know, I think it's getting more and more. The people are getting called. Ah, women are betties. And I'm glad they're getting called on that. You know, don't talk like that. Don't treat people yeah. like that. Uh, you are in the you are in the spotlight. Anytime you hit that start streaming button, you are in the spotlight. Anytime you 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 know you show you, up at an event like PAX or E3, you are representative 
of yeah yeah you're representative of your brand but you're just representative of being a human gamer yeah you know let's 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 get past the you know the burger brand or the skyroby brand or or the mixer brand or the twitch brand whatever you are still representing gamers as a whole and don't don't misrepresent us because there's a lot of good folks and it just sucks that people act like this and, and people have been subjected to the sexism and the discrimination that they were. Well said, good sir. Yeah. Uh, like we do every week on the news desk, we look at the free stuff, guys. Currently at the Epic Store till the 12th of December. Jotan Bahala Edition. It's free. Picked up if you guys haven't. It's I mean, free. yeah, pick it up. It's free. It's free. Yeah. Well, guys, that's it for our news desk. See y'all next week with more stuff, possibly more Game Ward stuff. So take care next week. All right, this is a segment of the show in which we take a letter or a note from a gamer out there and discuss their question or topic. We call this the mailbag or what kids are calling electronic mail. Sometimes we answer the question, sometimes we don't. We try our best, so please bear with us because we do nerd out and get rather excited on some of these things. So this week's question was very short. It just says, Thoughts on Pokemon Sword and Shield? Go. Do we include spoilers? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, let's, let's don't include any story spoilers. Like, let's don't tell like any of the story stuff. I mean, there's not much more to Pokemon if you've ever played Pokemon. Yeah, you know. I mean, go to eight gyms, battle in the final thing, become champion, the end. Yes. Uh, but story-wise, I thought it was flat. I didn't give a flying fuck about it. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, like, I, just, I was like, okay, I'm an arcade, venturing around, blah, blah, blah. And... I don't know. It just felt like the whole like story and the whole like. I mean, I like the setting. I like the setting, but I was like, yeah, the story, yeah, whatever. You know, gotta get these two Pokemon to go blah 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 because you know stuff. Evil people are evil. Champion. Yep. That's every Pokemon ever. You know. I mean, setting itself, I do like the whole like fact that it was kind of set in the whole like Scottish like UK setting. I enjoyed that. Um, I want to go on more, but what did you think of the story, Sky? I Let's... thought the story was just flat out boring as all get out. I, yeah. If I'm about, if I get the feeling at about, I don't know, 50 to 75% of the game, if I start thinking, God, I just want to barrel through this game. I just want to be done with it. That's not a good story to me. Um, it doesn't capture me. If I get the feeling and the sense of urgency, like, I just want to be done with this to be done with it. And I, because I always feel two ways. Hey, I want to be done with this because I want to see what happens. Like, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Or I feel, I just want to be done with this just to be done with this and say I beat it. And mine was the latter category. I felt like I just wanted to play the story just to say, oh my God, I just played it. I It was boring. Um, it, it kept wanting to point you in directions, but... You, you want to go back somewhere else. Yeah, you want, you want to go back. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I would go... You would, and this isn't really ruining anything, but you would get to certain spots and you would like, oh, I wonder what's over here. But then you have some Pokemon security guard, you know, that would like, oh, you can't go this way. Dude, get out of my way. This should be a game of exploration. 
you know, let me go where I want to. And that was very frustrating. Um, the setting, like you said, the setting and the sound was really nice. The, the setting yes. was beautiful. The sound was pretty. Oh, really the music the, was so awesome. Art this was, game. Or oh. The music was great, especially when you start getting into the whole idea of what sword and shield are. I mean, it was really yeah. nice, and it was very, very heartfelt. And but, like I said, it just—you said it fell flat. It just seemed boring. Uh, even the, even the uh, your your companions were, uh, were boring. Don't get me started on Hop. Hop was, Kay. dude, take a chill oh, pill. You need my to calm freaking down. God. Um, it was just constantly. Well, I will be the best. I will be the best. I want to be. Oh my God! Let's just go fast right now. <laughs> Let's go to this jam, hurry, crap, let's go, crikey. I don't and then, know. And then it's no matter what, like, you would just kick his ass every time. Uh, and he was like, guess. what's okay, because I'm still going to be the champion. I'm like, homie, sit down, let's have a little talk. I've beat you nine times now, <laughs> and if you can't beat me with my starter Pokemon, then you're probably not going to be champion. And, like, I wanted to reach in and just tell him, you're an idiot. Um, the shake him like, it. you he son of a positive. bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's age. He was positive. He was optimistic. Um, I, I just, again, I, I don't have the game anymore. I traded it. Uh, I just, it just can't do it, man. It was just, it was boring. And th- th- some of the other things that really kind of distracted me a lot was, number one, I couldn't go where I wanted. Number two, when I would kind of venture off into the wilds or go to a particular area, sometimes I would notice some of the Pokemon were like extremely higher level than me, but I wouldn't know until I ran into them. And then I'd run mm-hmm. into them and try to escape, which sometimes I could, sometimes I couldn't. But then when I would run into another one, it would kind of, I would mentally go, okay, well, then I'm not supposed to be here. But if I would just walk just a little bit further, I would have gone through some bushes with Pokemon that were my level. So that was kind of a bummer. So I think that maybe if they had something like, like in, in MMOs. So if, you're top of the Wild Area in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Wild Area in general. So uh, I think the Wild Area in general was, it's like it wasn't fleshed out. It was like, hey, let's just give them a place to go and hang out. But that's as far as we got, and it just didn't make sense to me. Um, but I think they need something like an MMO, like uh, some sort of aura that if it's green, then you can definitely, you know, it's within your range. If it's yellow, it's a little bit higher. If it's red, you need to stay away. You know, that really frustrated me. Yeah, you really I know felt like ran into it. If we're talking about MMOs, I felt like I could use a lot more. Like, here's your like level like ten through like eighteen area. Here's yeah. your level like they needed that a lot more versus like. Explore around all of a sudden it's like okay I'm level thirty here to level seventy five yeah. like, uh, yeah. Pokedol, run <laughs> or or here yeah yeah exactly or or we just drop into this new area um, where you're level like nine here's a level thirty one I was like wait what thirty how does it go from nine to thirty one I could think maybe high you know teens but all the way to thirty anyway so oh you talking about big boys that are walking around yeah yeah those ones. yeah so yeah. some of those oh I got sweet retribution on them so don't you worry oh same um, trust me trust me I got the retribution too as well <laughs> but yeah I didn't um, even, I didn't complete my Pokedex did you I'm working on it still like I'm totally opposite of you this one I'm actually I I hate the story but I just love like doing the ram stuff like I love the ray battles okay I do like I was I was like oh this is fun. Like, I was like, I'm getting stuff for this. I'm playing with some of my friends. I was enjoying it. And we're just, like, raiding through, like, doing one-shots we can, you know. Yeah. And it was kind of nice because they're releasing, like, a monthly raid, like, Pokemon. Like, now it's a Snorlax. Yeah. And it's all special, like, it's big and it has a freaking town in its stomach. I'm like, I need that. <laughs> I, I need 
I need wonderful, like, New York City Snorlax. Yeah, it's, and, it's boring, man. I, I, I did a few raids, mm -hmm. and I was like, ah, this this is boring. I should be playing. So I felt like the whole, when I was doing the extra stuff, I was like, I feel like I should be putting my time into another game that actually has more story. So after about an extra day of playing, I was like, yeah, this is, I'm done. I'm just going to go ahead and call this game and move on. I, I did think that Waldir was kind of first at, like, big attempt to kind of do something like this. Like, like let's make everyone, like, play together at the same time. Yeah. But it just felt like, I'll be honest with you, like, this, like, oh, look, there's a trainer here. I'll go talk to him and see if I get any kind of, like, money. Oh, I got more cooking ingredients? Mm. Yay, more, more more cooking ingredients. Like, I don't want any more cooking ingredients. I mean, I was, like, I was hype on main curry. But it was like, oh, I just need to heal my Pokemon up. I'll make curry real quick. And curry making, it's okay, it's okay minigame. It's not like the main point of the game, but it's like, eh, yeah. It's like they're whatever. trying, they're just trying a few new things to see what will stick. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, you know, maybe they're coming up with a better buff system with that stuff. Maybe they're looking at that for the, you know, future iterations. I don't know. But, can, yeah. Can we just talk about Team Yell on how, like,. <laughs> Pointless they were. <laughs> oh, I like. I knew they're gonna be pointless from the moment I saw them. Like, wow, all you got, guys, is like Zigzagoons and like Dark types. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and they're so you're edgy. not really. And it's not really the whole like antagonist thing. Like, let's face it. Like, you got Team Rocket, Team Magma, whatever. You know. Yeah. And it just felt like. It just felt like you guys were just, just really hype guys that did nothing. You got, and there was only two varieties. You got girl and fat guy. Yeah. I, yeah. It was very, there was no diversity in Team Yellow whatsoever. I totally see that, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, the Pokemon, yeah, they're unique in design. I liked them so much. I liked them. I thought they were like, okay, you know, all new stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll mess with that. Some of the and dragon the Pokemon were really nice. I really enjoyed seeing some of those. Oh, yeah. Same. And I thought, like, the list they did have in there was, it was enough, like, 500 Pokemon to catch, which, over how many we got at this point, I don't know. A million. <laughs> uh, well, I think we're close, at least, like, close to a thousand. Jeez. I'm not quite sure. So that was the other thing, too, is, you know, I purchased Sword for me and I purchased Shield for my son, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking, okay, we'll just switch, you know, we'll trade all the Pokemon Within, like, the first weekend, all of his buddies were trading each other. So I was like, what the heck, dude? Dick. And he was like, oh, he was like, oh, you just took too long. So me and my buddies, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Um, so I was like, okay, I get it. You know, he's, he's being cool with his buddies. I didn't throw a fit, but I was yeah. like, well, that was kind of part of my plan. I didn't say anything. But like, it's kind of part of my plan, buddy, you know, was to switch with you. So, <laughs> But I have so many ideas, like, with this game. They need to make it more RPG-like, I think, in my opinion. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I hate Pokemon. I do like Pokemon. I do, yeah. I do like Pokemon. I just... this game, And, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's because, to me, it's just... I'm older, and it's the same old formula. You know, it's the same old formula. It's the same old thing. Like you said, Battle A Gems, something at the end happens. Battle something else. Battle something else. Maybe battle something else. And then now you're the champion or the or the Pokemon god, and you can go do what you want to do. But 
one thing that I wish they had, and I think it would have kind of maybe changed my opinion on a lot of things. How stinking hard is it to do voiceovers for at least the cutscenes? Do you really want to hear Top speak? That's yeah, fine. Really... I would love that. You're you oh, are boy. you are game so freak. You are richer than most people on Earth. Hire some damn voice actors. It's not that expensive. Nope. You get bleep. Yeah, bleep, bleep, bleep. I'm like, oh my gosh. Just talk. I wish they would talk. I got so. But again, I think it's you know might be getting older. It's the same formula. It's a safe formula. And by now, everything was so easy. I was literally one shot and everything. You know, just because I know the formula. I know that hey, when you get your let's say you know your first five Pokemon that you really want to focus on by about level ten. You yeah. Know, if you're like me, you know, you get your five, maybe seven that you really want to focus on throughout the whole game. You just rotate them out. Um, you know, and that's what I do. But by the, I know the formula. I know like, okay, if I see something here that's about level 10, that's the highest I'm seeing. That means it's going to be, you know, five, 10 levels higher. So I'm going to go ahead and, you know, do a little bit of grinding for like 20 minutes to get those above what they should be. And dude, by the time I was like level 30 and 35 with most of these, I was 10, 15 levels above everybody else. So I know the formula. I know what to do. It made it super easy. I will say though, this, the auto save I actually appreciated. Um, Same so auto save. I really appreciate. I didn't try to save scum at all. Or I mean, you could have, but the auto mm -hmm. save was awesome. Um, I really also thought that um, again, the music, the sound was really good. Uh, but again, I think it was just the same old formula, and it was boring. See, I, I don't mind a whole same old, same old. Like, I know I'm getting, you know. Like, when I order pizza, I know I'm going to get a pizza, you know. Yeah. But I wish the stuff they would have worked on, like, when they said, like, you can play your friends. I thought my friends would be in my same game with me, like, in the whole wild area. And we were, like, just walking around together. It just felt like, oh, is that them? Like, no, that's someone else. It, it just, I wanted more multiplayer feature to that besides the whole Nintendo Wi-Fi. And don't get me started on the whole Nintendo online stuff. It's, <laughs> it's still garbage. It's, it's, it's still garbage. Yeah. It needs help. I thought they could use, use a lot more, um, a lot more focus on the multiplayer. And that's a whole Nintendo thing. I wish they kind of like took time, restructured that shit, made it better. But... I'm just I'm nitpicking here at this point. Yeah, but that might be that might be the reason. You know, we might not know behind that. Might be the reason why Game Freak was just so bland on that is because it might have been something that Nintendo was preventing them from doing. So I can't mm -hmm. get too mad. I will say I'm probably the next Pokemon that comes out. I will probably not rush to get it. I will just kind of you know add it to my list as I go. Uh, I, I will I always rush to it. But uh, can I say one thing about the final battle? Okay. Screw that Charizard, okay? How <laughs> dare that Charizard have lightning? What the frick? <laughs> oh, dude, I think I either one or two shot at Charizard because I would I had Sobble as my um, as my main guy. So I'm telling you, I could see, potentially see. With I, I built dumb. I I built dumb, and I went for a cloister. I was thinking dragon types. I got ice uh, right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people were doing that. Even my son, like, after the game, he was like, yeah, I started working on dragons, but I probably shouldn't have. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but I would have to say Sobble, he evolves into what – I forget what it is. Inteleon, I think it is. Inteleon. Um, yeah, you could basically 
play that character throughout the entire game. I think I potentially only had to switch out a couple times with him in any of the big battles. Like yeah, that's how effective it, he was. Especially when you get like that snipe shot or whatever. Oh my gosh. I was just like just mowing people down. See, I was doing fine with the wonderful Groki who went to mm. Boom Gorilla. And I yes. was like, oh dear God. I call him Dave Groki. Okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> Did you yes. notice like when it, what was it? It was called Gorilla, right? Yeah, uh, Gorilla, Gorilla Boom. Boom. Or, or Gorilla, yeah. Gorilla Boom. So yeah. if you notice sometimes though, he would say go Gorilla Boom. And it just looked like Gorilla Boom in the little text bubble. I thought that I mean, was kind of funny. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was like, yeah. And also, I got the freaking uh, I got like a score bunny from a surprise trade, which oh, I'm yeah. glad they brought back surprise trades. And I filled it up, and I was like, oh dear God, it made it to Sonic. It's it's pretty much Sonic. <laughs> it's a he was a soccer player basically by the end. He was pretty much a soccer player, yeah, with pyro kick, yeah, yeah the pyro yeah. ball, yeah. yeah, the pyro ball or pyro ember ball or whatever it was, yeah. It was basically yeah. a, a flame soccer ball, exactly. Yeah, pretty much just like that. And also that legendary, we uh, that one legendary battle that was pretty much a raid battle. Oh yeah, I don't know yeah. if I did that one. That was part of the story, I guess. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, that one was like what? <laughs> it's like I di we didn't know about him, but okay, I'll take it. You know, it's it was. Again, <sighs> I think it. I I feel like it. It was very rushed and just I feel like they weren't allowed to to really bring the noise with this game you know especially being the first story Pokemon on Switch the I first they, one on a console like yeah, a exactly. legit console yeah yeah so I, I really wish I want to see more but like I said next time the next one that comes out I'm probably not going to rush to get it I'll probably watch some playthrough first um, but um for me, I felt like this was their first attempt at doing a console one that wasn't like Pokemon, like whatever for the GameCube. Um, I didn't really mind it that much. I wish it was a little better. I do enjoy the whole like Pokemon battles and stuff like that. I'm probably going to tear through the Battle Tower and stuff like that. Oh, nice. That's in the game. Yeah. yeah. And do raid battles. I'm, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's a great way to kind of like just bullshit with friends. Like, hey, I found something. I'm going to kill it. Like, okay. And plus you get candy from that too. So I'm like, oh boy, more candy. Yeah, and I'm a, no. yeah, I'm a fat kid on diabetes. Yeah, yeah. I do me. If yeah. you're enjoying it, have a blast. I, I'm going to move on to something new. Yeah, it's not your type of art. It wasn't your type of game. You know, I yeah, understand that. You know? It wasn't. Yeah. I don't know, it just, and again, maybe it's because I'm getting older and it's been the same formula for me and maybe it's my age that, or maybe it's just my personality that, hey, I just, I just need something more out of this if I'm going to keep playing the same formula over give me something more that's really gonna liven the story but yeah i mean you got like both positive negative what we hated there like enjoy that that's our opinion yeah exactly exactly well ladies and gentlemen that was the pokemon sword and shield discussion from the mailbag thanks for writing in if you ever want to write in let us know you can always hit us up on tw on twitter uh, or you can send us a direct message, or you can even like us on any of the podcast outlets and maybe leave a comment on something you'd like to ask. We will definitely read them and hit them up. All right, friends, this is the coolest portion of the show. 
the portion of the show where we like to discuss the new or old games that we are currently playing, or what we like to call, what is tickling our funny bits? Jesse, what is tickling your funny bits the past couple weeks? Well, I was playing Pokemon, and I, and you know my opinion about that, because, <laughs> oh boy, I tied the last few podcasts. Yeah. You've been doing a lot yeah. of Pokemon. How many hours do you think you have in it? Fifty. No, not not bad. I beat the whole thing campaign wise in about twenty two. Yeah, that was you like rushing through it. I was yeah, trying to get around in the wild area. That was me. I I pulled the wild area. I was like, okay, I like kind of walking around, see what I can find, any kind of new Pokemon. Oh, oh, what's over here? You know, I enjoyed the right battles. Yeah, pretty I'm shiny. I'm gonna start with that bitch. Yeah. Uh, speaking of shiny, I was also playing Diablo three because I was remember like, oh Diablo four, you're gonna come out like. Not next year, but soon. I'm going to play Diablo 3. I started a new season, and I rolled a Wizards time, and I was like, okay, I'm enjoying it so far. You know, it's Diablo. I pretty much run around and kill things. The end. Yeah. And, right. then, and then I played Indivisible. This game is a, it's a, it's a weird approach on RPGs. I like it. Did my power go out? No, you're good. Okay, I think my computer went fr- right there. Um... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, my computer decided to shut off. I was like, oh, yeah, hey, you're not using your mouse. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Are you okay? I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm just kind of scared there. I was okay. like, oh, I can't see a thing. Um, yeah, I'm playing Invisible. Now let's do that again. Three seconds. So I've been playing Invisible. Have you heard of this game, Sky? Yeah, it's it's a it's a interesting RPG. I heard it was overcomplicating, though. Overcomplicated. I would agree that it's overcomplicated because I've a lot of like the like when like a Metroidvania meets RPG thing, which I kind of enjoyed the Metroidvania part. The RPG part, I'll be honest with you, it's it's lacking. I probably more RPG actions, but yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, I love the art style. I love the fact that it's kind of like it's it, it's like kind of Indian based, like where like all the character name like Ajna or some of that, and the whole like you see them. Like, uh, medall- uh, medallias, I think it's called. Okay. Yeah, and I like that whole art style and the whole, like, there's, like, more lore to that side. Like, like oh, no, there's Kala. I'm like, oh, Kala. It's like, that's a genie god. Oh, my god. Yes. <laughs> and so it's, like, I'm enjoying I'm, I I thought it was, I think it's okay. It's not, like, one of those games I'm like, oh, my god, it's great. I love the art style. And I was still in the art style right away. I was like, ooh, hello. And also, my, my chat kind of fell in love with one of the characters um, because of um, two big assets. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, we'll be playing the rest of that. <laughs> but, Jeremy, what have you been playing? Well, like I said earlier, the earlier segment, I beat Pokemon Sword. And how was that? Uh, pushed it aside. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna move on, um, but then I, but then I was like, okay, I need some games to kind of tide me over for for December. So I, I, I picked a list of games I'm gonna kind of work on during December, and then I was like, you know what, Devil May Cry Five got nominated for a couple of video game awards. Mm-hmm. I need to play that. I remember watching Chaos Mole on Mixer playing it, and maybe taking him, you know, like 12, 13 hours. Like, so it's not that long of a game. That game was awesome. It was. It was nonstop car. See, I like Bayonetta, and yeah. I like over-the-top games like that. And it was so good, so stylish. The graphics were absolutely beautiful, and and it's on Game Pass. What? Oh my god! Yes, and it was great. It was fantastic. I loved the characters. Dante is still is is probably one of my. And I've never really dabbled too much in Devil May Cry. 
Um, oh, you haven't? There. Oh. Uh, no, yeah, I've never been a huge fan of it. See, I never was a huge Bayonetta fan up until last year. I never really understood what it was about. Um, so, But then I started playing more of these Capcom games. Like, man, this is great. Uh, so I fell in love with Devil May Cry 5. I'm going to go back and play. Uh, I want to try to find some more other ones, you know, but we'll see what's going on there. So Capcom really did well in that. Um, and then I was like, you know what? The There's another podcast I listen to, What's Good Games, where they always, always, always... Um, they love uh, one of the people on there, uh, Brittany. Uh, she loves Resident Evil. I've never been a huge Resident Evil fan, oh. but they've been kind of promoting. You know, I've played. I loved Biohazard. I thought yeah. Biohazard was just creepy as all get out. It was great. Um, but and then I beat Resident Evil Five with Doctor Level Up. So you know, we liked playing the co-op on that. So I said, you know, what? I'm gonna give this a try. I remember it back in the day. I remember it being really hard and challenging. So it was on sale for nineteen dollars. Nice on the on the Xbox sale. So I grabbed it, and holy crap! I could dude, I right, just, right. I just got consumed with that game and the puzzles, and I loved. I I forgot how good the early Resident Evil, especially Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil One, and eh, yeah. Resident Evil Two was super good. I remember it being really good. I never beat it though because it was always really too hard for me when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, but now that I understand what the point of the game is and what you got to do to win, um. So then I remembered. That um, about, I don't know, about 25% of it into it, I was like, wait a minute. I remember them saying on another podcast that you could get the special weapons you get for doing like speed runs and stuff, like the unlimited ammo weapons. Mm -hmm. So I looked it up, and sure enough, you can buy the DLC for $4.99. You get all of those weapons. Yep. You get all those weapons, all the unlimited ammo. And I was like, I had more fun blowing shit up. Throughout the whole thing than I would have with just, you know, taking pot shots with the pistol or the shotgun. Like, I had so much fun just blowing stuff up and setting things on fire and uh, running through with my machine gun and spraying. Anyway, so I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, so Capcom has really, really, really won me over this year. And I'm, I can't wait for the Resident Evil 3 remake. It's going to be really rad. And I just had a good time. I just had a good time playing it. And it was it was it was what I needed. I needed a good short story just to have a good time. So Pokemon Sword, but more specifically, Devil May Cry Five and Resident Evil Two have been tickling my funny bits. Yeah, how dare you, sir, run infinite ammo when you haven't survived with like a pistol at first. How dare you sir? I got I got past, you know, Mr. X, uh, you know the tyrant. Yeah, I you know, with you. just a pistol and a <laughs> shotgun. With just a pistol and a shotgun. And then when I realized what... Because you get a rocket launcher too if you buy the DLC yeah. with unlimited rockets. And once you realize what you can do to Mr. X with those... Man, it just makes things so much easier. Um, you know, it, it really takes down... It, it takes down the difficulty quite a bit, right? Like, that's not a big deal. Yeah. But it, it really opens up some really fun gunplay... Um, especially I found myself what I was trying to do is like I would know monsters were in the next room it's like okay there are zombies in the next room so I would get creative mm. and I'd be like okay I know there are monsters in there let's see if I shoot in through the door at this angle how many I could kill <laughs> so I was like like barely bumping the door to open it just enough where I could fire a quick rocket through and then I'd run in real quick to see what damage I caused and sometimes I'd be like oh shit I just killed them all you know, so but you were having you know, a mindless fun. <laughs> yeah, and it was great. It was such a good. It was such a good time. I loved the story. Ada, I loved Ada's character. I love Leon's character. I've got to go through and play. I, I just started Claire's character to do her playthrough, but I'm excited to kind of take that on. Um, Can I just say yeah, one no, thing? Just, that was a yeah. real disgusting cheeseburger. Begin the game. How dare they? 
Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. When he, ugh, it was gross. And then the... I, okay, so I'll say another thing. I posted this on Twitter. Capcom has... Has basically solidified the perfection on making gross, squishy sounds. Yeah. Between Devil May Cry 5 and Resident Evil 2 Remake, like the whole, you know, squishy, fleshy, sticky, nasty, liquidy sounds, like they have perfected it and it is fantastic. So what game releases do we have for this week? Well, there's definitely not enough for this week. Oh, boy. Uh, let's go over to game release for the week of December 9th. Guys, you can pick up Ashen for PS4 and Switch December 9th. Dragon Quest Builders 2 for PC on December 10th. Hearthstone, The Scent of Dragons on December 10th. MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries for PC on December 10th. Narcos, Rise of a Cartel, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC on December 10th. Terminator Resistance, PS4, Xbox One on December 10th. And finally, Detroit Become Human on PC on December 12th. <sighs> finally, there's game releases. <laughs> Holy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not any I'd play, but, you know, there are at least there are game oh, releases. I, I would. Know? I'm going to mess up MechWarrior 5, that's damn sure, because I love... That sounds interesting. I, I love my mechs, and I got an addiction to any kind of giant robots that shoot guns or have swords, so... Yeah. yeah you know what I'm going for. And not Terminator. I... I I saw. I was like, "Why? Why are we doing that game? Why? Why? We got like because there was a movie. True, and also That's Narcos. It. I mean, guess that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say out of that whole list, if you have not played Detroit Become Human, it is one of the best years. It was one of the best games of last year. If you if you don't own a PS4 but you do own a nice PC that can run the game, Detroit Become Human is absolutely one of the best, potentially most heartfelt games I've ever played. And it really questions your ideas and your motives of what it is really like to be human. Uh, it's fantastic. It was it was one of my favorite games from last year. But David so. Cage, uh, oh, it was so good. Man. But was, David was, Cage, <laughs> I know it was it was such a good game, and I'm really glad they're bringing it to PC. I don't even I don't think it's on Xbox. They really probably they won't bring they it to won't pipe on Xbox. So. I know, man. But it's oh, it's such a good game. Well, it did. And you know what? You can play that game probably ten times and never get the same story with your choices. Yeah, like that's how that's how crazy weird the choices are in that game it's really it's a very good game unless you're a hardcore policeman you get every ending like like two goes <laughs> like, like i'm done yeah yeah because i think you can select your story like where you start from right yeah you yeah you can select you can select so much uh, about the story and there's all these you know of course branching paths you yeah. select all these things yeah you choose your own adventure and then at the end it, it does show you you know the summary of who chose what you know it shows you your potential storyline of where you could have went um so it was it's really nice but some of the decisions and just the whole just the whole concept of the game of you know it's it's art of, you know, it's, it's robots and it's artificial intelligence and how 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 they can become human and start thinking of their own and have these emotions um, but on the flip side you're the one that are catering these emotions and you're the ones that basically are learning to be human the, the robots and ai are learning to be human but you helping them or hurting them shows the other real human nature of what it really is like to be a human and that it's it's just an emotional ride it's really good cool 
Cool. All right. So we're heading out, you know, this is the end of the show. So we're on the internet. Jesse and I are both internet. So where can they find you across the internet, Jesse? I'm on the internet. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me at mix.com slash tapper where I play games regularly every night or whatever. Um, you can come find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash tapper. Pretty much tapper our place, Instagram. Uh, I guess like also on this podcast too. Jared, where to get find you at? I, as well, am a partner streamer on Mixer. You can find me at Mixer.com slash Skyroby. That's S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. You can also find me on social media, such as Twitter and Instagram, at Mr. Skyroby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. And then, of course, if you are so kind, we would love for you to leave a review about this podcast on whatever podcast service you are listening to us on, whether it's Apple iTunes or whether it's uh, Spotify or Anchor or Stitcher or whatever, we would love for you to leave us a review. Please ask us questions. Let us know how much you love us. Uh, let us know how much you hate us. You know, we'll, we're, we're real easy to shrug it off. I hate um, me. I mean, <laughs> no, we're already halfway there. I already hate me, so we're halfway you're, there. But you're beautiful, Jesse. You're a beautiful soul. That's the only thing I got That's... going for me is my adorableness. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> And folks, that does it for our time this week on this amazing podcast called the Arcade Raiders Podcast. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders Podcast is to deliver our unique perspective into the video gaming world, video gaming world with random musings and discussion. Until we see you next week, enjoy and have fun playing your games.